Welcome to Gain That Tune. Everybody, it is Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's your boy John Harrington here, and we got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And we've got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, guys. It is so good to be back. I always say that like it's you know some kind of momentous thing when we take a week off. Like I forget how to host the show, and like it's been a long time since I've seen you guys. But uh, yeah, it's it's so strange taking a week off. So I hope all of our listeners are enjoying their uh, GTT milestone mixtape that we published in the podcast feed. Uh, David did a fantastic job on that. And if you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, we are going to have a lot of fun today. We are going to listen to some video game music. We've each brought three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off, have a lot of fun. And the winner at the end of the night picks a theme for the next episode and plays their bonus tunes. And our winner a couple weeks back was the fantastic Jesse Moore. So, Jesse, tell them what the theme is for tonight's episode. Oh, the theme uh, was anime games. So basically games that look like anime or are based on anime. Basically, if they're made in Japan, they're pretty much anime games. I mean, that's a safe bet, yes. I, I, in researching this, it turns out they consider every game they make to be anime. Did you guys know that Mario is an anime character and he's you know basically like the strongest one there is? I didn't know that, but turns out that's how they look at it. Stronger than Naruto? Much stronger than Naruto. <laughs> yeah, the now debate I just wanna... goes straight to Mario versus Goku. To say now, I just want to check. I'm sure there is fan art of Super Saiyan Mario, but this is something oh, yeah. I need to see without question. <laughs> yeah, there's fan art of the entire Mario cast done up in the entire outfits of the Dragon Ball Z universe <laughs> without question. Uh, no, but in all in all actuality, yeah, there are plenty of games with an anime style. There are fuckloads of games based on popular animes. So uh, yeah. I think we got probably a pretty great show coming up. Because another thing about uh, about anime, you know, like uh, Japanese animated series, tend to have good music. Um, so yeah, even if uh, even if the games suck, which they usually kind of do, they uh, usually bring along the music from the series. So uh, you know, man, we uh, we're gonna have some good tunes one way or another on this one. We're gonna have a lot of fun. Uh, you know, our uh, I'm trying to think of those classic anime cliches. Our our power levels are going to exceed 9,000, of course. Uh, Johnny, I believe, has been working on going Super Saiyan, and will do so by the end of the show. Um, David, um, hmm, something about One Piece. He's a pirate. Is that what One Piece is? Yeah, they're uh, pirates. Okay, yeah, David is uh, some kind of pirate. So he's uh, he's from One Piece. Uh, and Jesse didn't bring his ninja headband, but, uh, you know. Oh, I need to go find it. Strictly out of lack of planning, because <laughs> I know there's one in your house. I have one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, man, it's going to be a lot of fun. We got, uh, we got four great games. We got a great fan request tonight. 
And I think we just got to jump into it, Jenny. So what do we got coming for the first game? Game one.
right, guys. <clears throat> Let's see here. Um, this game features over 50... I'm sorry, not over, but it features 50 playable characters. Um, <laughs> and you play the game from a first-person perspective, and as far as I know, it's the only game in this anime series we played in that perspective. Uh, unfortunately, by playing in a first-person perspective, it means you don't get to actually see the character you're playing as most of the time. So do you guys need a uh, additional hint? Yes. Sure. Um, every copy of the game included a cardboard hair piece that you could um, wear. And on the back of that hair was a QR code that you could scan with uh, the, the console accessory. No shit. All right. Let's see some answer. Baby's not showing his name. Okay, let's see here. Um, I can't quite read David's. It says something anime, th some anime 3DS game. Incorrect. This says Ale Alexis Sinclair. That's incorrect. And John says DBC for Connect, which is correct. <laughs> there we go. Wait, they made a a first person DBZ game for Connect. Uh huh. <laughs> I was as surprised as anybody when I googled first person DBZ game, and this came up. <laughs> I was so surprised when I googled Dragon Ball Z for Connect first person. Yes, <laughs> it's one of the few Dragon Ball Z games to not be released in Japan. Although it does include, uh... <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, hang on. So, a game released for Microsoft's peripheral feature wasn't in Japan? You're kidding. <laughs> okay, actually, yeah. I mean, that does make sense. Microsoft has no clout in Japan. But still, you'd think they'd be like, All right, guys, this is going to be our big Japan push. We're going to give those people the connect with DBZ. <laughs> Nah. 
It does have uh, Japanese voice tracks, so like I think they were intending to get in Japan, and I, or I guess they were intending it to be played by weebs. We mm, <laughs> yes, <laughs> total weebs. Yeah. So okay. So fun fact: you have to like perform moves with the Kinect to do things. Like in order to charge up, you gotta squat and hold your arms out to the side like they do in the show. Like you're trying to take a shit. I was hoping that was charge. the case. That's the thing. So like. For like the Kamehameha, you have to, you know, actually do it for the Jesse, final flash. Don't assume I know up. any of these words. I don't know what that means. <laughs> All right, everybody <laughs> use your JVC buzzwords. Here we go. So, Johnny, when doing the uh, the burning attack, do you have to mimic every one of Trunks's hand motions exactly before forming be the uh, the hand motion to shoot the final blast? I don't know. I so I do know there are a lot of hand motions you have to form, like in the show. Like there's stuff where you have to tap your shoulder and then like do kind of the Hadouken style, you know, thing for like throwing fireballs and stuff. You, you have Why to do, do you tap your shoulder? I don't know. I just yeah, what, I was, which character on DBZ taps their shoulder I'm to thinking. activate their fireball? Well, I don't and think there's you're supposed not to, one. Well, I don't think you're supposed to tap your shoulder the same. I think it's supposed to be a more like mimicking a fist across your chest kind of motion. Like you tap the opposite shoulder. You see okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think it's you, uh, that. In communication? Yes, something like <laughs> I don't, that. I still don't recognize the Dragon Ball move, but does that motion. Uh, and this is so your fault, it... Johnny. You should have come with the like compendium of Dragon Ball Z motion moves. You <laughs> uh, so touch it... the head for special beam cannon. I know there's... Yeah. I mean, it seems like... So is know. it one arm up for Destructo Disc, two arms up for Spirit Bomb? Yes, yeah, yes, exactly. David's got this. He's got Start that. raising that roof, you get that spirit bomb charging. Like, but God, can you imagine is, charging a spirit bomb and connect, and you have to play for like an hour with your hands <laughs> in the air like that? Well, <laughs> well, everyone in the house has to come in the room and yeah. give you their energy. Grandma, their get your up. ass in here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, I'm trying to think of all the other moves. I mean, seems like one that would be pretty easy for it to pick up. Uh, Tri-beam. Yeah. Uh, TN's dry beam's pretty fucking easy, baby. You just do the, the Jay-Z Hove thing. You're good. Um, you know, Final Flash would be uh, pretty out. good. You, you gotta sit there with your arms spread for a long fucking time. Yeah. It starts with, you gotta yell at Cell. So you gotta yell into the Kinect microphone and tell <laughs> Cell to stand right there! <laughs> and then you gotta really stand there with the arms up before you blow his fucking torso off. <laughs> Oh, yeah, does it respond to voice commands like classic DBZ voice commands? I don't think so, but the hair really thing I was talking that... about, the hair thing I was talking about, it's a su cardboard Super Saiyan Goku hair That's that you so get to wear. That's so fucking stupid. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find any pictures of it. Maybe I could find them now, but... Like, wow. I don't know, is it just like one flat thing of hair, or is it at least <laughs> have a little bit of shape to it? <laughs> I would imagine that, like, you have to build kind of like a headband, so there's like at least three or four pieces, and each one has like different levels of spikes. Yeah, I bet it's that. That's gotta be it. It's definitely not just like a fucking cereal box mask <laughs> of Dragon Ball Z hair with a QR code on it. <laughs> oh, Okay, man. so we're both right. It is like a little... Oh, no, it's... Yeah, it's like a headband piece, but it's like one flat piece that just kind of folds around. One piece? <laughs> it's it's from One Piece. Um, there is man, a character okay, that's exclusive to this game, Super Saiyan Bardock. Um, nice. Of the characters. Huh. Okay, well, Super Saiyan Bardock's pretty cool. I mean, 
he shows up in Dragon Ball Fighter Z, but that was after this. So that's so cool. yeah. The footage I saw this almost looks like a quick time event fighting game because things oh. will pop up with like, hey, you can dodge or you can like throw a punch right here, and here's things right. you can't I mean, do. That's the thing. I think a DBZ <laughs> Connect game, if it's like supposed to be one to one, would be fucking exhausting. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> except the charging. You got to charge back up, so you get to take a break, take a little, little, sh you know, just take a shit on the floor. Um, <laughs> but like, <laughs> you have to scream. <laughs> just depending on how long you can hold that scream, you actually—that's how you go Super Saiyan in the game. <laughs> Please stand further back from the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you start playing that game and didn't tell anyone, they would just hear you screaming and run into the room. What's the matter? And you're like, oh, nothing. Yeah, you can't up. possibly play that game with like roommates, or parents, or anybody. Oh like, god, imagine nobody being, would allow this in their house. Imagine being the parent of like a middle schooler and they're having a sleepover. It's like like eleven o'clock at night here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, guys, give me your energy. Oh, <laughs> Go on, Stan! <laughs> no more Red Bull. Get out of here. No, the thing that sucks that I'm seeing, it's only one player. Mm -hmm. What the hell? <laughs> yep, single player fighting game that you play by standing in front of your Xbox and like dodging and mimicking oh, moves from Dragon cardboard. Ball. Oh, <laughs> cardboard Super Saiyan hair. And you can't see your character either. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna be my favorite character, Vegeta. It's like, like you're just Vegeta's floating fists. Like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> like, uh, do, I mean, how do you even kick? How do you do anything in that you game? That, you know, so much of DBZ is predicated around flying and teleporting and shit. Like, well, okay, you don't actually have to fly. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> Bring your connect levitation pad. Sold separately. <laughs> oh god if they had invented connect anti-gravity for this and it, you know, and it flopped like the virtual boy like uh, microsoft thinks we want anti-gravity pads in our house they're out no, of anti-gravity anti boots and you realize there's repurposed nickelodeon moon shoes <laughs> like, I love the uh, idea that you're assuming that Microsoft would put millions of dollars into research and development for anti-gravity, specifically to make their Kinect Dragon Ball Z game better. Yeah. I mean, look at how much work they put into the fucking Kinect. <laughs> like, That's what America's all about, David. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. what America's all about, improving Dragon Ball Z video games. <laughs> Useless. Endeavors. I mean, have you played Dragon Ball Fighter Z? That's pretty fucking great. They finally cracked it. Yeah, it, it took them all these years, but uh, you can thank Microsoft and the Kinect <laughs> for us it. finally getting a good one. <laughs> oh Lord, no, John, this is great. I really, uh, man, this is uh, this is something specially. This is some special shit. <laughs> such a bad good idea like it seems like the kind of thing that's a good idea it would definitely have, i mean i'm sure but it's like developing it it's like no wait this sucks god damn it i'm <laughs> sure every kid in middle school spent some time in like at the schoolyard or in their backyards like pretending to be dragon ball z characters and so now well, you yeah, can that's like, fun. now you can see it happen you know with the connect but right. by yourself without your friends Exactly. And <laughs> <laughs> no trade off? No. 
It doesn't look like you're having any fun. <laughs> yeah, you're squatting, uh, uh, squatting for a while. I don't understand. You've been this. charging up for a long time, man. You gotta unleash that blast. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> like if I want to scare my pets. Yeah. I want to scare my pets. I don't need this this game. I can just run around and stomp and stuff. It'd be pretty great if you had to like you know do some of those t like stupid conceits from the show. Like you can't aim that beam at the planet. You'll destroy the whole planet. So you accidentally like throw a fucking kamehameha too low and you get a game over. Like that would be it cool. Just cuts to an animation of the planet being blown up. Yeah, oh, fuck. Vegeta. <laughs> Damn it. But uh, yeah, no, this game, this is uh, this, what a tip-off, John! What a start! <laughs> uh, I assume there's nowhere to go but up from here. <laughs> like, yeah, every game's gonna be as good as this one, right? Or better. Or better. <laughs> okay, yeah, I like it. It's a uh, high bar to cross for ambition, low bar for quality. That's the classic game that tune, baby. So, uh, Johnny, if there's nothing else, I think it's time to keep it moving. Game 2.
the subtitle of this game is a bit misleading as it refers to a hazardous device and not a power-up. like an additional piece of trivia maybe all right so in the final issue of nintendo power this was named the 38th best game 38th best game of what nintendo's history uh i believe so So, uh, John Regan says DBZ for Connect. Incorrect. Uh, John Harrington says Sailor Moon La Luna Splende. Incorrect. Jesse Moore is the correct answer of Astro Boy Omega Factor. Of course. I, th- I think I might have played this game a little bit. What's going to say? This is the Astro Boy on Game Boy Advance, so John, I know you played the hell out of this. Oh boy, didn't both the Johns. We are some Game Boy Advanced boys. (laughs) Yeah, we had all the link cables, played all the eight-player Mario Kart games. Yep. Oh, that's the back circuit. (laughs) Yeah. It had Astro Boy in it, right? I remember Super Circuit. Yeah. uh, That whole Astro Boy Cup. Yeah. That's the best one. That actually would be kind of cool. I no shit. Actually, <laughs> like admission time. I've never seen Astro Boy. I'm, is it a? Sh- does he have a show? Is he a comic yeah, so show? Yeah, he was Astro- like the second anime ever, pretty much. Oh, okay, yeah. After, so after like Speed Racer, Gigantor. Ah. Yeah. 
So Astro Boy was uh, a manga who got turned into a cartoon, I believe, in like 1963 um, and has continued on. And yeah, Astro Boy is a very prominent anime character and Astro Boy Omega Factor is one of those games that kind of flew under the radar. But this game is fucking awesome. It's basically a treasure beat-em-up starring Astro Boy. It's made by treasure. Of course it's going to be awesome. Like, So your, your main character, you have like a punch-kick combo and you just go fuck up enemies. But you also have like three special moves that you can charge up and use. There's a giant finger laser. Uh, there are machine guns in your ass. And then you have like a dash attack. Wait, wait. It's Go back. No, it's, no, uh, it's, it's uh, an uh, actual uh, thing. Astro Boy is built as like... Astro Boy is really kind of like Mega Man Mark 1. Uh, he's like a little boy robot who becomes like a weapon robot to defend. Uh, and he has finger lasers and he does, it's a thing, he has machine guns that are hidden in a panel in his lower back. But yeah, like his little metal underpants kind of flip down and machine did guns I, come out. Did we misspell it on the, the feed here? Is it two S's? Has, have I been getting that wrong all these years? Is it Astro Boy? Uh, oh. I mean, you know. What? He's a boy. He... No guns in boys' butts. Like, what is this? <laughs> well, that's what makes him Astro. That's our hard political stance. Yeah, right that's there. a great Blood guns <laughs> in boys' butts. That's a great chant to shout outside the White House soon. We should do that. But guns, guns in boys' butts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, Excuse God. me? <laughs> what are you guys here about? Astro Boy. Yeah. <laughs> that heathen Astro Boy. The cartoon from 50 years ago. It's ass guns. <laughs> How did this get past the Parents Television Council? This is unacceptable. <laughs> you know, Japan in the 60s, it was a, a bit of a different time. Guns in the way you wanted. I mean, yeah, you'd, I'd imagine that, like, once they brought it over to America, they're like, oh, yeah, they're, they're, he's got something that kind of, like, pops out of his ass. Like, oh, that's unacceptable. That's not American. Well, it's machine guns. It's a gun. All right, that will allow. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. We can't show an ass on television. What if, a, what if his ass turns into a gun? Hell yeah. That's <laughs> fine. Because this is America. That's the Lord's work. Uh, yeah. It really seems like oh, that. That's definitely like the most lax intent of America I've ever heard of. Is allowing guns to come out of somebody's ass. <laughs> anyway, um, um, I feel like we kind of got hung up on the ass guns, but the no, game, I, I can't move past it. I'm sorry. I'm stuck on the ass guns. <laughs> oh God, it's Johnny's Manchester by the Sea. He just can't get past it. <laughs> Uh, somebody quick <laughs> make ass guns. Somebody make a timestamp of the recording so he can pull. I'm hung up on the ass guns <laughs> for later use. Oh, yep. Um, so anyway, what comes out of his front bottom? <laughs> uh, nothing. That's revealed. good. <laughs> so, um, is there just like a reset button down there? <laughs> he's a little robot. He's a bit like he's a bit like Action Man in that department. Bing. Uh, so it's a beat-em-up um there are there are like flying stages because astro man can fly um one of the interesting things is john you look confused you called him astro man astro boy (laughs) it's very important he's a boy 
Men yeah. don't get guns <laughs> in their asses. <laughs> <laughs> Only a child. I already pull made off all the signs that say no guns in boys' asses. I can't go exactly. reprint all these. Mm -mm. It's not a man thing. You, once you're at a certain age, you make decisions about I'm these things. I'm out eight dollars. I I'm, I can't get that back. A child is born with a, an ass made out of guns. <laughs> yeah, we don't shame them. Uh, so anyway. the game does have an interesting thing um, where once oh, you. Oh, sure Oh, <laughs> Jesse. No, David, go I'm on. I tried so hard to move on. So once you beat the game, um, spoilers, the end of the game involves like a device that destroys all robots because they say that like robots are too dangerous to live and all must be wiped out. So it happens. So the the game has like a very sad ending, but then this this thing called the Phoenix comes and resurrects Astro Boy. So to get the good ending, you play through the game again. So it's kind of got that like ghost and goblins thing going, except it's nice. far less frustrating. Cool. I like that. Cool. Yeah. I would imagine it's plenty frustrating enough being a game designed by treasure. <laughs> like Oh yeah, I mean it's not an easy game, but yeah, those guys didn't shy away from a challenge. <laughs> you got me thinking about ghost and goblins, but it's made by treasure and you have an ass gun. Yeah. When your armor falls off, you're in your underwear. But your ass is a gun. Oh, that's so, such a good yeah. trade-off. Would it be, would it be a gun or would it be an ass crossbow? Mm, God, ass bow. That's nope. definitely it. Gun. <laughs> I'll I talk about futuristic gun. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not here fly. for the continuity. I'm here for the amazing game. <laughs> <laughs> God, man. Yeah, Sir Arthur with an ass gun. Yeah. Just spread those cheeks and <laughs> fucking just futuristic laser cannon comes out of his ass. <laughs> yeah, it would make us goblins more playable. <laughs> a yeah. lot more playable. Everything's an improvement to that game. Yeah. <laughs> it's got room for improvement <laughs> in the ass department. <laughs> um, so the there was... So title. <laughs> we all have room for improvement. <laughs> In the ass department. <laughs> that is the episode titled Room for Improvement in the Ass Department or just yeah. in the Ass Department? <laughs> either way. <laughs> See, in the. Uh, 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 we'll work on it. It's either Ass Department or in the Ass Department, both of which are weird in different ways. Um, <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> so. There, there was one other cool thing that I wanted to mention, and then we can dwell on the ass gun as much as y'all want. <laughs> there are three more games, David. How can we not? <laughs> throughout the game, like, you run into non-playable characters and get power-ups and bonuses and whatnot, and because it's based off of Astro Boy, uh, the guy who created Astro Boy is, like, the father of anime and manga and all that, so a lot of the characters are other characters he created. And it makes no sense for them to be there because they're not tied into Astro Boy at all. But it was a fun little like Easter egg to fans of the anime and of the manga. And considering we're talking about anime games, I thought that was an interesting detail that was worth pointing out. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, because you know, Astro Boy's got a long and storied history. There's nothing wrong with, uh, you know, I don't know, like making as many references to it as possible. You got a deep well to pull from. I mean, fucking he's Astro Boy. He's a classic. Yeah, he really is. Um, that said, I've never seen an episode of Astro Boy myself. <laughs> like, you know, I know of him. I, I'm aware of his status as anime icon. But like, yeah, I, I got that. That's why we all fixate on the ass guns, David. It's like he's one of those classic uh, iconic characters that 
none of us, because we weren't yeah, Japanese there's... children in the 60s, <laughs> interacted well, with. There's a whole list of old school cartoon characters that I know of, but I've never seen. It's like Astro Boy, Mighty Mouse, like there's a, you know, end of list. Go on. <laughs> a lightning round. <laughs> exactly. Classic cartoon characters that Johnny has maybe seen. <laughs> hmm. Um, yeah, it was Astro Boy on that, uh, that Hanna-Barbera Wacky Racer show? <laughs> Ooh, that'd be good. Ooh. Oh god, that'd be awesome if you had Astro Boy. That's what we need. We need, like, an anime kart racer. Yes. Yeah. Astro Boy in, like, a rocket car, Gigantor in some giant massive truck. Yeah, Lupin and, uh, like, Jigen in their getaway car. Uh, Voltron. Just, just, being Voltron. Just, just, just being Voltron. Voltron. <laughs> no, Voltron in a car modeled after one of the lions. Oh god, yes. And he only and he only has one arm. <laughs> He's driving one of his like appendages. Oh, that's good, Voltron. Um, Speed well, racer. Yeah, David. Um, anything else on Astro Boy? Um, Omega Factor. So what? Yeah, what is the Omega Factor? Do we uh, do we cover that? So yeah, um, the Omega Factor itself, like, it sounds like it's this cool power-up thing, but it's actually a device that, like, makes robots evil and turn oh. against, like, humans. So when they localized it in America, they're like, oh, the Omega Factor, yeah, that sounds cool. It's like, no, 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 wait, that's yeah. that's not at all what you want to yeah. call the game. That's just what we call Astro Boy's butthole. You don't want to use that. <laughs> no, that's a terrible idea for a game title. No, no, it sounds cool. This is America. It translates perfectly. <laughs> It would be yeah. like if they localized it as Mega Man X Sigma Virus. Like, no, <laughs> don't do that at all. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds cool. What does it mean? Uh, it's too late. It's on the box. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Great pick. And uh, Johnny, let's, uh, let's blast off to the next game. <laughs> game three.
All right, so this game's story is divided into eight chapters, each one representing a different composition from a classical composer and being related to events from said composer's life. Everybody feeling fantastic. Not although I think I'm on the right track. Cool. While you guys are finalizing those answers, I want to thank our requester. This is our fan request this week. It came to us in our Discord server from Mr. E. So thank you very much, Mr. E, for this request. What a fucking request. And uh, let's see those answers. John Regan says, back to school, the Ronnie Dangerfield game. He's sadly incorrect. Uh, John, that's Bach. Oh, damn it. Bach to school. That's an even better Ronnie Dangerfield game. Uh, and Jesse and David both say Eternal Sonata, which is correct. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> what a game. <laughs> Jesse, have you played this game? A little bit, but I yeah. know it's very notorious for its ending. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if it's a spoiler <laughs> to say what the ending is, uh, but we'll get no. there. So oh, yeah. this uh, this game, what a fucking game. This, uh, this is an anime-styled, nice, uh, great graphics, Xbox 360, PlayStation 3 game. Um, and you are playing as... Uh, a classical composer? Um, yes. Yeah. Chopin. Chopin? I don't remember how to actually say it. I just know it's not Chopin. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you play as Frederick Francois Chopin. 
Shaopan. Yeah. Shampoo. Frederick Shampoo. And what the hell was going on with the development of this game? Like, what are what are they trying to put on us, man? You are playing as Shumplan, and you are dying. Like, this whole game is a fever dream in the dying mind of a Polish composer. And in his dying mind, he's he's lying in bed dying of tuberculosis, and he dreams up a, a JRPG. JRPG. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, so, uh, what? Sounds legit. Did Chopin make JRPGs? Like, That's my question. How, you know, did why have we? How is this the first game on the show that we've used featuring Chopin? <laughs> like, yeah. if he was the composer for all these JRPGs, like, you think did, it would have come up by now? Did Did I make this game? I don't know, John. It seems like you might have. This is like. I, you know, did like, I want to know was this game made by pulling things out of a hat? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, so we got our, yeah, plot or, our, you know, like, style of game, JRPG. We got our, you know, plot, standard JRPG. <laughs> our setting, Chopin. Ha no, Japan. Eh, no, 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 it says right here, it says Chopin. Chopin. Oh, how do we use that's, that's the setting? <laughs> maybe that's it. Maybe it was supposed to be like a samurai JRPG and like one of the directors had a cold. So people thought he said Chopin instead of Japan. <laughs> well, you're the boss. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I'll continue the research. And you um, know, Japanese businessman, if you know, once it gets going, he doesn't want to be embarrassed by being wrong. And so it's just going to keep going down the line. And then you're in too deep. There's the game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't admit that I've been making this Chopin game this whole time. Like, yeah, you know, uh, we just gotta keep it going, man. Maybe they won't notice. Maybe if we make it anime as fuck, they won't even notice that it's a game about the death of Chopin. <laughs> like, nah, yeah, people noticed, and I, I don't know, man. This game looks charming as shit. Like, you know, we're back to charming. This is charming. Uh, weird charming. Um, I, I I don't know what to make of this. Like everybody in the game is named after like musical stuff. You know, you're playing as Chopin, and you got like uh you know partners named Polka and Beat and Viola and Salsa. It's like, wait a minute, did did Chopin also make salsa music? Like, what? Was he you know, dreaming of future music as he died? Like, are they trying to tell you that tuberculosis isn't really that bad? Because like it sounds kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think they're just trying to say that dying is fine. Because at oh. some point, <laughs> you'll, I don't know, dream your way into a new medium. I don't I don't understand. <laughs> this is, you know, I, I really don't. Like, oh, yeah, I want to know whose baby this is. This seems like the ultimate, like, blank check of a fucking video game. And it's just like, okay, who whose idea was this? And why? Like... <laughs> I just, I, you know, I can't figure it out because, I mean, it just looks delightful. Uh, and it's got one of those great uh, Japanese, you know, names. Like, they called this Eternal Sonata in North uh, North America, much like they changed Bumpy Trot to Steam by Chronicles. Do you, have you guys read what the Japanese name for it was? No? Oh, no. Trusty Bell! Chopin's Dream! Oh, man. Oh. Yeah. That's so much better. What is yeah, Trusty I love, Bell? <laughs> I love my Trusty Bell. 
Yeah, like, do you ring the bell at some point? Did Chopin have a famous bell that he loved so well? What you do is is you set up this bell, and when you're having a bad day, you tell the bell about all the problems you've been having of the day. And the more (laughs) you unload your problems into the bell, then when you ring it, the louder it rings. That's how the trusty bell works. Gotcha. That must be it, yeah. And Chopin loved that trusty bell. Game four. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on, we figured it all out. (laughs) That does sound like something you would see in a JRPG. Like you have an item that you use continuously and it doesn't do anything, doesn't do anything, doesn't do anything, and then eventually like it makes a giant attack because you've been telling secrets to it this whole time and building up this massive bell attack. Yeah, yeah, Chopin's been like just, you know, telling like all the people, it's like, don't worry, Waltz, it'll be fine. I got my trusty bell. And he just rings it and nothing happens. And then at the end of the game, it's like, you know, the final battle against the, I don't know, classical music <laughs> dragon. He rings and- the trusty bell and <laughs> Sephiroth comes out. <laughs> he, Chopin, morphs into Sephiroth and then dies. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he summons Sephiroth, who stabs the classical music dragon, but because the sword is so long, it stabs him as well. And that's how he dies. Perfect. Oh, man. <laughs> God, I mean, was Chopin even like, was he like a Japanese romanticist? Like, no. what made this Japanese person? <laughs> yeah, he was came really into Astro Boy. Right, like, why did they think this was a game? It's like, we need to tell the story of Chopin. The guy played great piano. It's like, all right, but what does that have to do with JRPGs and fucking anime well, eyes? You know, I don't know. <laughs> I think I actually understand this a little bit because, like, Japan... <laughs> Well, Japan has a weird fascination with, like, say, the city of Paris, right? And they're convinced that the city of Paris is, like, the most beautiful city. And uh, the Japanese embassy in France actually has a dedicated hotline for Japanese tourists to call when they get there and deal with the culture shock of learning, like, oh, no, people just let their dog shit wherever and this is actually a dirty fucking city. Like, uh. when they realize it's not like Disney, it's like a city, like any other city. And uh, so I could funny. see them getting fascinated with, like, classical composers and and kind of idolizing them the same way they idolize the city of Paris, France. That's my out of my ass idea here. I mean, there there might be some merit. Like Japan does have weird fascinations with things. Like Colonel Sanders is huge in Japan for some reason. Like they well, have several toys and figures and like various things of Colonel Sanders. Because he's dope. What, what do you mean for some reason? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Anyway, um, no, this game's nuts. Uh, it's got great music because the composer was Chopin, uh, but the <laughs> other actual composer was Motoi Sakuraba. So you got the two biggest names in music crossing over at last. <laughs> yeah. Finally. Alternative idea. This whole game was just an excuse not to have to pay anybody royalties for the music. Exactly. He's dead. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> like, get somebody to play the songs on piano. They're practically public domain. <laughs> it, it, it literally is public domain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anybody can play Chopin. Nobody has to pay anybody a goddamn time. <laughs> oh, awesome. But yeah, and so, uh, Jesse, you didn't play all the way to the ending, but do you know about the ending? Um, Just, you know, like it reveals it being his, like a fever dream and stuff. Right. But like not you know not only that, but you've been playing I guess with Chopin in your party the entire time, and then he slowly starts to realize that this is like some kind of fucked up dream world, and he must be somewhere between like life and death, and so he declares that he has to defeat everybody, and so your final battle is against Chopin. 
And oh, wow. you Man. defeat him, and then he dies in like oh, the wow. real world. <laughs> it's like, what? Like, so at the end of this man's life, he dreams up this wonderful place full of you know anime women and fucking magic <laughs> JRPG battles. Uh, the wonderful and place then, is the and wonderful place. Is... It's all fake, and he has to be killed by it. <laughs> like, the wonderful what? place being Paris, France. <laughs> <laughs> And the final battle is him against Colonel Sanders. <laughs> I mean, might as well. <laughs> like, but it's just like, wait. He decides that, like, hey, you know, you've been playing with me the whole time. This has been nice. You know, it's been nice hearing the music and living in this serene world. But it's pretty clear you're all dreams and I'm dying. So you better kill me. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> so you better get that $5 fill off. Damn it, Chuck! Get off the KFC! Shit! <laughs> At least we uh, got him final, off of the ass guns. For my oh. final attack, Cheetos chicken sandwich. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, wait, it was 2007. The Double Down! I was gonna say oh. Chopin's Double Down. That thing was awesome. <laughs> you have to fight two Chopin's with a piece of bacon in the middle. Oh god, yeah, no, it starts with him playing two pianos at the same time, they turn it into two chicken breast patties. <laughs> two fried chicken breasts that are the bread. <laughs> this is a nightmare. <laughs> god damn, I love the double down. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. What a sandwich, if you can call it that. Um, but yeah, this game, I'm sure it's less nuts than it seems, but... Coming at it from just researching it to get it on this show, it's like, wait a minute, what is this? <laughs> like, hold up. Like, one, like I can't resist that soundtrack because it's full of delicious classical compositions and Motoi Sakuraba music. And then two, it's what? <laughs> like, this okay. Like a fun little JRPG. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Oh, this is a beautiful looking JRPG. Let me read further in. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, 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 man. <laughs> so, um, yeah, everybody go out and grab your copy of Eternal Sonata. I'm sure uh, they've got a re-release coming at some point. People are clamoring for this one. All the Chopin completists. You know, they, it, they, they just have to re-release this trusty bell. That's the key. That's the thing, man. Call it Trusty Bell. Or call it Chopin's Dream. You know, that's the thing. The Sonata's not eternal. He fucking dies. <laughs> call it. Come on! <laughs> the Sonata's in no way eternal. He's dead. He killed himself. <laughs> yeah, he chose to die. It could have been eternal until he realized it was a horrifying dream world that he was going to die. So, Oh, man, we're going too deep on this. Uh, way too deep. So, uh, great request. Thank you again, Mr. E, for this request. Fantastic stuff. And Johnny, let us uh, navigate our way out of this nightmare world and into the next game. The nightmare world of Kentucky Fried Chopin. God damn it! <laughs>
This trilogy uh, got a this uh, 2006 PlayStation 2 trilogy got a re-release in 2017. <laughs> <laughs>
you guys got as far as answers John's still writing and I think David is too I have my incorrect answer oh good oh man okay so uh whoa David says Star Wars Battlefront 2 that's incorrect uh Johnny says right on shooting star that's incorrect and John with the correct answer, dot ah. hack GU. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's impressive. That was a literal shot in the dark. <laughs> wow. Good one. Yeah, my yeah, you know, my uh <laughs> my Googling of like 2006 PS2 games and then just like feverishly page downing through the list landed on that as the song ended. <laughs> I'm just like Eh, fuck it. Whatever that is. There's so, uh, which, uh, which dot, ha- is it literally like dot hack G, uh, you know, how the fuck do you spell these things? <laughs> so it's, it's dot hack, uh, then, I guess it's a slash slash G dot U dot, and then there's, uh, three of them. And, um. And this is what, volume one, two, or three? <laughs> I just, this is one, yeah, pretty much. Cool. But, um, yeah, there was actually a series before this, a dot .hack series, and um, it was okay. But this one, it just, this is one of my favorite series. Like, honestly, it's so fun. Word. It's an, uh, like an action RPG. Uh, and so, like, this is, is, like, geared right for me. Because, like, when it came out, I was super into, like, MMOs. And so this game is, uh, it's an RPG where you play as a character playing in an MMO. (laughs) 
And so, like, okay. the, the weird, it's like this weird thing. It takes place in the future in um, 2017. And, uh, <laughs> and so, the distant future, 2017. Oh. And so you wear these, like, headsets to play this game. And the game seems fucking awesome. It's called The World. But, okay, there's this one dude that's been, uh, like, player killing people, which is, you know, it happens, you know, in MMOs. You get killed by other players. But for some reason, when this guy kills you, uh, you go into a coma in real life. And that's pretty fucked up. And so, like, uh, then people start getting stuck. Like, they can't, like, get out of the game. So they're stuck playing it. And, um, you know, they're worried that if they die in the game, that they're going to die in real life. Or at least turn into a fucking zombie. Like, all these other kids that are just all, like, you know, in, in a comas and... They call it doll syndrome. And so the what I loved about this game is there's parts of the game where you're not playing the MMO part. So like you're surfing the web and like going to message boards and it has all this like great writing of like people on message boards. You have like people um, like trolling others and like saying stupid like lead speak stuff back in the you know 2000s how they talked and i felt it was fairly accurate yeah they really were going after you with this yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah they had everything i had my own message boards there's like uh fan uh fan art sections you could download wallpapers and change your rpgs you got mmos you got anime girls you got message boards yeah they got they really laser targeted this at jesse yeah and um it's it's super like the the art the art style in the game is really neat um the the battles were so much fun they were like kind of a little button mashy but um they look great and um your character that was weird is like your character was this one class that could use like all three weapons and um no one else decides to use that character class for some reason so like i think you meet like like one other class yeah and like uh so one thing he was known for the character is he was a player killer killer so like he would go and find people that like you know killed newbies and he would go and kill them instead and um but and you have all these uh um ai controlled npcs that follow you around and like you'll be running around you'll see other like npcs run by and you can like talk to them and trade with them like they're other people and um there's this one part of the game where you find out that uh, someone is playing like a girl, but they're not really a girl. And it's like, come on. That's, <laughs> that's most that's, players. That's Yeah, that's especially back then. Come on. That's some Ready Player One shit. Yeah. But there's a lot of like weird like online uh, weird tropes and stuff. And I don't know. It's just a weird, delightful game. And I think the reviews for it were a little unfair. And they can suck my dick. <laughs> Damn, dude, Bold going statement. in on those t- <laughs> <laughs> hot suck take. Dick. <laughs> uh. <laughs> God. Gonna need to alter that for, for when Jesse tells somebody to suck his dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> suck dick. <laughs> that would be beautiful. Yeah. Just use that sound I just made. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, this game, I mean, these look cool, man. It's anime as fuck. And, you know, I don't know. I, I'm into that. 
I, I, you know, I say I'm into it. I, I'm into it aesthetically. I I don't play a whole lot of anime games, nor was I playing a whole lot of PS2 games in 2006. That's uh, that's another small problem with this. This was in like the swan song year of the PlayStation 2. So I I don't remember what the fuck I was playing in 2006. Might be the Wii. Well, you know, this one came out in like June of six. Hold on, because yeah, I gotta. Yeah, do some uh, some personal history here. Figure out what happened. But yeah, uh, yeah. One one thing about these games that go on is is I feel like that every store is going to put them in a different spot on the shelf because like how do you alphabetize this? Does That's the dot true. come first? Does the H make it, or do you put it with the H's? Does the dot make it go at the beginning at the end? Like where do you yeah, put this? You know, you'd think that would have come up. I was working at a Blockbuster with the expanded game section at the time, and I don't remember this being an issue. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, uh, maybe that's it. This is from my fucking lost year of gaming down in St. Petersburg. So, oh, there you go. Yeah. I was playing some Wii and, uh, you know, doing some extracurricular activities, so I wasn't playing a whole lot of games. Um, that's, uh, that's a story for another time. There is a, a PS4 time. release, though, so. Cool, yeah. See, I'm into that. Is it like a collection or just a straight re release or what? I believe it's a, a like a collection, but they like kind of rezzed it up a little bit, um, and I think they added like two or three like hours of epilogue near the end too. All right. So I'm into it. Yeah, yeah it it just looks cool. I, lo- I like the uh, game within a game. I like I like visions of the not too distant future. It is very funny that it now takes place in the past. Uh, so yeah, h- how accurate was it to 2017? You know, real world 2017. Uh, did this game predict the rise of anything? Um, maybe wearing stuff on your heads because in like 2017, a lot of uh, I guess that's when virtual reality started to get a little bit better, allegedly. Oh, okay. So, I thought you meant hats. No, <laughs> I, th- I, th- I, th- I thought you. I was living rather hatless. Super Saiyan hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no. they were way ahead of you with not only hats but cardboard Super Saiyan hair. Uh, Super Saiyan God. Goku hair specifically. Yeah, uh, you know, don't you dare try to be a different Super Saiyan with that hair. Um, you know, this game it would have been better if it came with, uh, you know, some kind of device that you could wear or like a, like a tie-in, uh, you know, fancy anime hair. Like they really should have been pioneering this stuff. Because I mean, am I reading this right? Did they literally release three games in the same year? Or. I- I know. I think uh, I think they were spread out a little bit because I okay. I remember buying the yeah. first one and beating it, and then the uh, second one came out and I played that one and beat it. And it took me a while to finish the third one because I just like a whole bunch of stuff just kept getting in the way, and I eventually beat it like in 2015 or something. <laughs> Word. I like it, man. Yeah, I'm glad it's uh, glad it's back. I'm glad that it's uh, still accessible to people. Because yeah, people need to be able to play whatever crazy old anime games they want. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the primary functions of my PlayStation Four. It's like, yeah, do you want to play uh, you know, new games like Horizon and God of War? Yeah, maybe for a couple hours. But like, more accurately, I'd like to download some PlayStation Two games from 2006 and 2007 that I probably overlooked. That's uh, how I played that uh, that one game with the space pirates. Rogue Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so there is, uh, there, you know, there are a couple of years there of superb anime games coming out, and uh, you know, I think they went uh, a little bit ignored. So yeah, I'm glad you can still play them. But uh, yeah, this game looks cool as shit, man. They, uh, you know, 
I think I need to find time to play it. I'm never going to find time to play it. I don't have time to play anything anymore. What happened to us, guys? Johnny's serving on a jury. Uh, I have a kid. Like, what happened to our time? Uh, if it helps, um, like, each volume was a little shorter than, like, most RPGs. Like, they were only, like, I know this is still a lot of time. It's still, like, 20 hours. Okay, hey, still, you know, that's reasonable RPG length. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's probably the perfect length right now. That was, see, that was the other, you know, notion I was operating under in saying that. I'm like, I can't handle playing, like, five Persona games. You know, they all take, like, a hundred goddamn hours. It was a huge mistake on my part to ever think I needed to buy that game. It's like, oh, wait, you can do these in, like, 20? Actually, yeah, I I can crank that out. If I had uh, yeah. set aside all the you know time I've been recently just dumping into like meaningless shit like Smash Brothers, it's like, oh yeah, 20 hours is not that much gaming time to carve out. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, cool. Might be time to boot up an anime game. Um, but Jesse, anything else on .hack slash slash GU? Uh, you know, is it a website? <laughs> can I ty- can I type that into my uh, my browser right now and see where we go? <laughs> I mean, you could. A lot of browsers have, like, uh, in... They just go ahead and search for you, so they'd probably just Google or whatever. Oh, yeah. You're right. Anyway, Johnny, let's navigate our way into uh, the fifth game of the night. Come on, John. Use some tech jargon. Computer man. Correct me. Game five. Let's get that shit.
All right. This is the first game in this franchise and its related series in which the player uses a pistol. I'm feeling pretty great. Good. Very good. Let my silence be my Who? How many of you have the correct answer? Oh, zero have the correct answer. Uh, Jesse says Devil Summoner, which is incorrect. Uh, <laughs> Johnny says Bang, see you, Space Cowboy. That's uh, sadly also incorrect. And David says Phoenix Ricked, the fourth. Uh, which is incorrectly spelled and incorrect. Uh, no, <laughs> this is uh, this is a fantastic game for the Game Boy Advance. Maybe you've heard of this guy in his first standalone game in the series. This is Mega Man Zero. Oh, oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> and let the groans oh. cascade in. <laughs> he does get a pistol. Yeah, uh. man. That's zero. See, I, you know, I, I immediately welcome anybody who wants to say, "Man, that game ain't anime." Because uh, uh, have you played this game? Because man, oh. they animated the shit out of this guy. Did they, <laughs> did they like Shadow the Hedgehog, the Mega Man series, before Shadow the Hedgehog was a game? Like, you know, giving uh, him his own game and a pistol. Maybe just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, uh, Zero, he's been pretty edgy the entire time. Like, yeah, but yeah, it's weird. He did always have a Buster cannon. I don't know why he busts out a pistol for this one. Um, besides the fact that it's set in the distant, distant future. And, I don't know, somebody's hands him a pistol. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I've been there. Right, yeah, exactly. You wake up hundreds and hundreds of years in the future, and somebody's like, hey, Zero, here, take a pistol. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think yeah. of... <laughs> it's America, I'm isn't it? I'm trying to think of... <laughs> I know how to fire a gun. <laughs> 
I'm trying to um, think of anybody who would say that this game wasn't anime, because, like, the classic series is cutesy anime, the X series is angsty anime. Once they got to Zero, it was, like, full-on cyberpunk anime. Yeah, I just wanted to make it clear, like, in case anybody wanted to say, like, nah, I don't know, man, like, you know, if you see a single cutscene in this game, they have, like, anime faces that are talking. Every character in this game is an anime character. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. But, like, when I was a kid, I didn't recognize that Mega Man X as a series was, like, anime-ish. Because, you I know, mean, granted, Sci-Fi sci Channel wasn't on yet, so I hadn't really been exposed to a whole lot of anime when I was a kid. But uh, as time you, went on, it's like, oh, yeah, that's pretty goddamn anime. I um, mean, John, you know what the C in Capcom stands for, right? Go on. Anime. <laughs> Damn. I should have seen it coming, and yet somehow I didn't. As you sound, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> cool, John. Great joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, this game's anime as fuck. Uh, it's uh, it's pretty fun. David, you had a Game Boy Advance. Uh, did you play the Zero series at all? I did not, actually. Um, I saw them and thought, like, oh, I should I should get into this. I should play this. I enjoyed the Mega Man games. Um, but apparently these games, uh, to quote one of the great minds of our time, John Harrington, Ooh. just butt-fuckingly hard. Mm. Like, that I might have, be true. I have gone back and played one of them. I forget which one it was. And had myself a difficult ass time like these <laughs> games are brutal yeah man like i was playing this in the lead up to the show just to get some experience under my belt because uh i wasn't much of a game boy advanced gamer but i'm like okay now hold up that you know mega man zero that's that's kind of dope and it's like wait goddamn, they released four of these in like less than four years all for the game boy Advance. okay i gotta play at least one of these and um yeah, this game doesn't really pull its punches, man. <laughs> it uh, it it starts out and you're, you know, it starts out you know pretty cool with just like opening cutscenes, people running from giant robots, and they find Zero and reactivate him, and so you know then you start playing as Zero and you have to you know do an opening level and an opening boss, which is all good. But yes, you can die on the opening boss if uh, say. You don't understand how to use the Z saber yet? <laughs> like, oh wow! You know, you get the Z saber as you're about to fight the boss, which uh, the Z saber thing—it's uh, it kind of makes up for the pistol because the Z saber is pretty goddamn dope. <laughs> um, it's a green laser sword, and you fuck motherfuckers up with it constantly. Um. But yeah, so you get it before the first battle, and if you are somebody like me who didn't look at the manual for this, or like, it doesn't really, it just says like, use the Z-Saber Zero, it's like, I'm a trying, like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I, <laughs> pew, definitely, pew, pew. <laughs> I definitely also remember, because um, you know, like, in action platform games and everything, like, you can scroll off. And enemy, like you won't see the enemies, like right. as you move through the stage, like enemies kind of disappear and everything. The enemies still know where you are, so you will get shot at by enemies you can't see. Yeah, it's a well-programmed game for the enemies. <laughs> um, but then once you figure out how to use the Z saber, at first boss, rather easy to beat. 
Then you got your second boss. Uh, <laughs> like, so, like, I'm thinking this is going to be kind of a continuation of the Mega Man X series, which obviously it is, but it's like a fucked up dark version of it. So, like, I'm thinking, like, Chill Penguin, you know, or, like, fucking, I don't know, Spark Mandrill, like, dumb animal-based characters. The first boss you... The first, uh like Reploid or whatever the, you know, like actual enemy forces that you come across uh, is Aztec Falcon. Ooh. He uh, is unidentifiably like anything. It's not like it vaguely resembles a bird, but it's more just like a terrifying blade machine (laughs) that like (laughs) shoots electric stuff at you. And he's the executioner of other Reploids. Like, there's some dark shit going on in this game. Awesome. And so, yeah, you have to fight Aztec Falcon, which is just terrifying blades and electricity. And that fucking thing doesn't pull its punches at all. Like, if you're not prepared to dash up the walls and, like, do, like, every fucking, you know, zero thing you can do, including, like, the saber and the charge shot and all this shit, like, you're going to get your fucking ass kicked. <laughs> it's like, oh, cool. This is really really hard <laughs> um but it's cool it's got a tone man like it's uh they, they they made up their minds like yeah we're gonna go dark just because like <laughs> i didn't play many of the uh x series after like x3 but like did the x series get like exceedingly dark like to the point where like it was stories about like robots being like beheaded and shit like you know this seems really dark <laughs> I mean I th- think it was in in either X4 or X5 like as you play as Zero like you have this character who's kind of like a younger sister who dies in your arms so they get I, kind of dark um, yeah, uh, this is also the only game that ever had to have blood edited out of it in the entire <laughs> Mega Man franchise <laughs> whoa um, oh fuck because uh you know, you want to know a game that owes this game some fucking, like, uh, you know, points. Uh, it reminds me of a Game Boy Advance version of Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Because when you defeat the bosses, any of them, say Aztec Falcon or, you know, whoever's next, like all these robot masters you're fighting, when you defeat them with the Z-Saber, you cut them in half. And their awesome. bodies separate. <laughs> and in the Japanese version, they start dripping red oil... But they had to edit that out for the American release because it's like, Jesus Christ, what are you guys doing? (laughs) Edit that! (laughs) Jesus! Awesome. Yeah, it's dope. (laughs) This this game is fucking anime as fuck, and it's dope. But, uh, yeah, it's it's hard and confusing. Like, you know, it's, it's telling a story. Uh, I guess, you know, you're, it's a hundred years after the last Mega Man X game, Zero's revived by a scientist who needs Zero to help them fight a war, because uh, I guess in the future they started a new society called Neo-Arcadia, where humans and reploids would live together in harmony. And then almost immediately... <laughs> <laughs> Until... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Almost immediately, there's like an energy shortage, and all the humans blame all the reploids, and so they decide to start killing reploids, and so there has to be a resistance. 
And so the SEAL is the name of the female scientist who finds Zero. She's the leader of the resistance that she searches out uh, you know, Zero and brings him into the resistance fold. And guess who the bad guy is? Who is the like ultimate ruler of Neo Arcadia? Slight spoilers, though they reveal it pretty pretty early on in the in the game. Mega Man X. Mega Man X. Oh, what, dude? <laughs> oh, that was my shit throwaway answer. No. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, dude, you have to you know fight with this resistance to the final boss fight against Mega Man X. Um, and I will slightly qualify that. It's an it's a copy of X, so no, it's not the actual Mega Man X, but it's like derived from the same code. And like when you're fighting, it's like, oh yeah, shit, this is just Mega Man X. Uh, fuck. And then once you get to the second phase of the fight, it's like, oh, okay, here's the anime thing. He turned into like a giant angel and is doing like energy blasts and shit. Like Super now Saiyan we got her. Now he's not X. It's That's a cool. copy of X, but they forgot to save, like, set the JPEG quality slider all the way to 100. They set it at, like, 90 <laughs> instead. And that's he's what you just get. A, it's a little fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> he's got all the abilities, but he's kind of a dick now. <laughs> um, but, yeah. And uh, so all the bosses, instead of being, like, you know, fun animal themes, like Flame Mammoth and Sting Chameleon... They're all based on, like, gods. Um, Man, this sounds great. It's great! No, that's the thing. I'm just confused by it. It's, I'm not saying it's not great, but, like, you gotta fight, like, a Ganesh robot. <laughs> um, oh. I love the idea of, like, one of, like one person on the development team, like, an intern doing character designs, like, oh, yeah, so we're gonna have this scene where Zero takes out the saber, slices the opponent in half with the, the blood oil dripping out, and it's like you've killed a god. And he's sitting there like, didn't we used to make, like, Lizard Man, and he was a ski ball, like a skiing <laughs> snowball? Like, Heat like, Man was know, a Zippo! <laughs> I kind of miss Tornado Tanyan. <laughs> I think this game actually predates Tornado Tanyan, because they went back, oh. you know, X7 came out after this, sadly. They should they should have stopped it. I see. Six. Tornado Tanyan was a backlash to this game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, you want to kill a bunch of fucking evil blood gods, huh? Fine, here's an onion. <laughs> Let's get lighthearted. <laughs> see, that, see, that makes me think again that there was just like some character design. It's like, all right, fine, make X7. All right, but I'm putting a fucking onion in it. Whatever, we don't care. Yeah, yeah this thing's going to be sponsored by Outback, you know. I really... Bloomin' Tornado Tanyan. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, it you know all the bosses are pretty fucking creepy looking. I mean, like there's a you know it's funny because they could have just gone with like animal things because like you know it's a Ganesh theme robot. It's like that's just a giant elephant. <laughs> like why'd you have to make it a god? <laughs> like oh, it's an Anubis. It's like just make it a dog. <laughs> like, you know At I don't know what its element is. Just evil dog. <laughs> At any point, do you come up against Storm Christ? Oh, man, see, that's the one religion that just doesn't seem to get sliced in half enough in this game. <laughs> like, it would be so good. Just, you know, uh, maybe that's what X is. Maybe he's Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, you know, all the, all the robots are God-themed, and they all have fucking crazy names. So, like, what's the craziest boss name that you can think of 
in the, like the Mega Man X series. You know, like say Tornado Tunyon. Uh, yeah, Launch Octopus. I think the, <laughs> I think the craziest one is um, I think it was X Eight that was Bamboo Pandemonium. Okay, yeah, the, the panda Pandem- robot. Yeah, Pandemonium is pretty good. Boomer Kuwanga. Boomer Kuwanger, Okay, yeah, that's pretty goddamn good. Uh, let me just go through the list of bosses. So you got Aztec Falcon, Maha Ganesh Sharif, Pantheon Core, Anubis Necromancis the Third, Blizzak Stagroth, Hittite Hot Tide, Hanu Machine, Herculeus Anchortus, Sage Harpuia, Fighting Fafnir, the Fairy Leviathan, and the final boss Copy X. Um, so this sounds a lot like they just didn't hire a translator and just pasted the names <laughs> into Google Translate and remember that. Yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> you know, David, I also think you would love this game because uh, nobody talks about this, but this is clearly the origin of Splash Woman. Uh, you know, the fairy Leviathan is an underwater female boss who carries a trident and uh, pretty much does everything that Splash Woman does. <laughs> I remember, um, actually, and I don't know who the other one was. I want to say Harupia something. Like, there's another boss in one of the Zero games that's, like, air-themed and green and has giant fins on their head. And they're like, oh, it's Tornado Man. Right. <laughs> that happens. They get ideas from the games that fewer people play. But, uh, yeah, man, this, uh... This game's pretty goddamn dope. It's pretty fucking anime. Like, it, you know, when you beat the game, the final cutscene, you know, the you know, cutscene, there's like two moving cutscenes, is just literally zero cutting Mega Man X in half. I'm like, okay, now this is good shit. Uh, mm. But yeah, man, what a fucking game. And they made like three more of these, all for the Game Boy Advance. Like, I couldn't believe that. I'm like, oh yeah, the Zero series, that's a thing. That, that lasted a few years. It's like, no, that literally lasted like four years, and it was all Game Boy Advance. What the hell? Like, I thought they spread these out a little bit. That's like a shooting Anubis star, man. Necromancis. Like, that's the most it, insane shit. Oh, yeah, Anubis Necromancis the third is <laughs> pretty fucking crazy. It's like, wait, now who is your grandfather? <laughs> the famous Anubis Necromancis? No way. Can you introduce us? <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah, he's a legend. Oh, he's in my favorite movies. Yeah, <laughs> you mean the, the evil dog robot from the desert from like eighty years ago? Anubis Necromancis the first? Yeah, that was him. I, you know, can we fight now, please? Goddamn. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's a fun game, man. I, I recommend. I don't know if they made a collection of these recently or what, but like, I think they did. Yeah, I think they did. The Mega Man Zero collection feels like a thing that exists, and if it is, seek it out. It's good. Great. It's fine, actually. It's you know I don't I don't want to call it great. I, you know I've only played a little bit of it because again it's hard as balls, but uh, yeah, it's pretty goddamn fun. Is it anime? So, uh, yeah, and it's anime as shit, man. Seriously, you know, if you like your zero, uh, you know, very anime, then this is the game for you. Uh, and then this is the series for you because yeah, the the plot lines only get more anime from there. I mean, we're talking like you know. I don't know, utopian place, but run by an evil robot, uh, you know, secretly done with the blood of ro- other robots and resistances and god robots. I mean, yeah, this, you know, goddamn, why did I ever think you guys would challenge this as being anime? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I don't even... What's the matter with me? 
Anyway, uh, the game's dope, and uh, you know, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. And I love that Z saber, slicing dudes in half. It's very cool. And I got nothing left because I didn't play very far into the game. So Johnny, we gotta go to the calculating computer, man. Calculating computer activated. Computers. Well, it's like Little Mermaid on NES, but there's aliens. Beats. Scoring complete. Wow. This game's winner is... John Harrington. All glory to Anubis Necromances the first. It's about time I won another match. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, great game, guys. Great games. What a fucking show. Uh, I, I don't know what to say. I'm, uh, I'm overcome with emotion. I secretly think that this episode of GTT might be a fever dream. I might be dying right now. And I dreamed you all to life. And so before I die, I have to declare a theme for the next episode <laughs> that you guys will have to do without me. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ, the things we've talked about today. Uh, so yeah, anyway, this was a great episode, and I had a theme in mind for the next episode because it's a GTT tradition. Are you guys aware of the tradition? 164. The next episode is episode 164. And as it's we are Commodore 64, baby. No, David, no! <laughs> you blew it! <laughs> as is tradition, anytime we do an episode with the number six, followed by the number four, it's gotta be Game That Tune 64. Which doesn't mean Commodore 64. <laughs> it's Nintendo 64. So yeah. Another uh, Nintendo 64-themed episode, as we do once every 64 to 100 episodes. I don't know. It's, it's definitely a Game That Tune tradition. You'll definitely be seeing it again <laughs> in episodes 264, 364, 464, 564, 640, and 664. <laughs> so, be ready. <laughs> so, yeah. Um... Nintendo 64 games on next week's episode. Not Commodore 64, but I don't know. If you want to mix it up, I don't know. Um, so, yeah. Great episode tonight, guys. A lot of fun. It's uh, it's so much fun hanging out with you guys and being back in the swing of things with crazy anime games. Uh, thank you, Jesse, for that theme. What a blast. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks to everybody watching along live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. Uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. Uh, we're in podcast form in uh, any place that you get your podcasts. So uh, look us up there on Wednesday mornings. Uh, thanks to everybody checking out patreon.com slash game that tune. It is the home for fun exclusives. I swear we've got some more coming. We've just been a little bit behind uh, you know, getting those, uh, getting those gems recordings done and getting stuff out. And, uh, you know, getting back into the swing of things with movie night, we, uh, we really, you know, we're all busy adult men. It kind of sucks. And, you know, it's, it's hard to find time to set aside to watch Wing Commander or uh, the Flintstones movie as a group <laughs> of adult men <laughs> with jobs and wives and kids. Jury duties. But, you know, that's, uh, that's why we want you to check out Patreon. It incentivizes us to do these things. So go to Patreon, throw us money, 
give us your bits, yabba dabba do, and yes, we will eventually watch Wing Commander. Um, thank you to our Patreon super fan tier producers, Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens. You guys are all fantastic, and we appreciate you being uh, patrons. Um, and uh, thank you again to Mr. E for the request tonight. Mr. E sent us their fan request via uh, Discord, so you can hit us up in our Discord server. Uh, we appreciate you guys hitting us up there. Chat along with us live during the show. You know, Make your request there. Just, uh, you know, we love chatting with you guys. So hit us up there. Hit us up on Twitter at GameThatTune. Or hit us up individually on Twitter. I am there at JGangsta187. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at... EFD Fleming. You can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at... Sega underscore legend. And you can find John Regan on Twitter at... JPReganJR. Yeah, I almost called you this week's winner. You're not. Uh, I'm this week's winner. <laughs> And so we're going on with my bonus tunes, which, John, I assume you found a way to download during the show and prepare for this very moment. Yes, I did. Wow, you did? Yeah. Cool. So, uh, you know, we're going home with uh, not classic Nintendo 64 tunes because I came up with that theme during the middle of the show. So we're going home with something that ties into my game tonight. The best song from the Mega Man X and Zero series. It's the theme of Zero from Mega Man Zero. Peace out, everybody. Ball Z for Connect is copyright 2012 Spike Company Limited and Namco Bandai Games. Astro Boy Omega Factor is copyright 2004 Treasure Company Limited and Sega Games Company Limited. Eternal Sonata is copyright 2007 Tri Crescendo and Bandai Namco Games. Dot Hack GU is copyright 2006. I didn't uh, copy anything. To oh, Cyber Connect 2. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, Mega Man Zero is copyright 2002 Capcom Company Limited and MT Creates. Correct. Game. <laughs> oh, goddammit. There we go. Thank you for clarifying that A, you have strong opinions, and B, your strong opinion is rape is bad. Yeah. <laughs> Very bad. Hot take. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. God, you should have brought a soundboard to the fucking courtroom. <laughs> it was rough.